you are on the Spice Wolf in hyperspace, barreling along towards Swiss Van. You know that the next data core is on Swiss Van, but of course, Swiss Van is a very large planet with a bunch of space stations around it, and you're not exactly sure how you're going to locate it. It's been the big mystery. Everyone has been racking their brains. Right now, a lot of the crew is asleep. You're pacing around a main cargo area, and a memory strikes you. You were two at the time. Flashback. At two years old, you hadn't really gone a lot of places. You and your parents lived on Hosnian Prime, the capital planet of the New Republic. You sometimes left to go to Chilea to visit your grandparents on Cantobite. But this was different. It was just you and your mom visiting a strange part of Swiss Van. You were very excited. You'd never been anywhere else before. And you remember rain. Endless, endless rain everywhere. Anytime you looked out a window, every time you transitioned from one building to the other, it was just always raining. You remember being a... Well, I don't know. You're two years old, so human four. What do you... uh what do you feel in this strange world, walking around with your mom, seeing nothing but rain and a lot of ship parts everywhere? Well, based on your kids <laughs> when they were like four. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Calm down, Kaz. Stay over here. Don't get lost. Ooh, that. No, no, you can't play with that yet. Just look, we're here to watch something, okay? We're here to watch your Aunt Tazi and Uncle Zell. Mm. You remember climbing up into some stands, sitting in bleachers in a circular arena. The arena is filled with scrap parts all over the place. In the center are two sets of legs, like ATSTs without their heads. <laughs> They're just platformed legs with a control panel on top. The introductions go. You don't remember who the challenger was, but you remember your Uncle Zell and Aunt Tazi climbing up to the top of these legs. This here at the Tournament of Trash. <laughs> the competition is for each team to slowly build their robot as they battle each other. Some people's strategies is to attack immediately with the legs. Other people spend time scouring for the best possible parts, looking for discarded blaster cannons, or undetonated ordinance and that sort of thing. Okay, but okay, we need to think of the tagline for the competition of trash or whatever it was. The tournament of trash. Yeah, the tournament of trash. So it's kind of like you know where they say like, you know, whose team reigns supreme. Uh, tournament of trash. One is trash. The other treasure. Whose trash yields cash? <laughs> I don't know. Someone else can come up with a better one. <laughs> Only one stands as king of the junk pile. Mm, I'm out. Okay. Your Aunt Tazi, of course, being the rambunctious Jawa she always was, was six-time champion at the annual Tournament of Trash. This happened to be her very last bout before she retired. You can't remember it that well. You were very young, but you do remember her swinging down on a grappling cable pulling up a entire half torso of a discarded IG unit. You remember the strange voice it had when she had somehow connected the IG unit to the legs. You remember uh, them picking up the thruster pod of a pod racer, which then was attached to a magnetic um, 
one of those giant magnetic lifter things. They turn it into a makeshift rocket fist <laughs> and smash the enemy robot to bits. You remember being happy with your mom, seeing this exciting, crazy event. And then you remember going out to eat some sort of sweet bun afterward. And now you're alone in the Spice Wolf. I go over to the comms unit. Okay. And I try to call Taz. See. Hello. Oh, hey, Antazi. Sorry, I forgot the time. Oh, is that you, Kaz? Yeah. Oh, how's it going so far? Um, weird, but we got a data core. Good, good. That sounds about right. You're you're still alive. All of your limbs intact. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, um, Antazi. Yeah. I mean, y- you know when you did the last tournament of trash? Yeah. Why? What was the name of that dessert? But sweet bun thing I had. A sweet bun. Oh, jeez. I haven't been to Sweet's Fan in a long time. Uh, it was a place. Um, uh, oh, it was a hug bun. Oh, great. Thanks. We're going there now. And I, I don't know. Had a weird crank, uh, hankering for one. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's over in the, the shipbreaker section. Good. Um, well, that's all I had. <laughs> okay, well, good night. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so as you're heading back to the main cargo area from the comms, you hear hut, 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 hut. Uh, Joza? What? <laughs> She's doing clapping push-ups. Hut, hut. Um. Oh, hi, kids. Joza, I don't know if anyone told you, but <laughs> it's easier to do them if you don't clap. Uh, yeah, I know that. That's the point: is to do them difficultly. Why would you want to do make it harder on yourself? Daily physical training. Come on. Join me. Uh, I don't think that's really my thing. Hop, 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 hop. Come on. Ten laps around the cargo bay. Let's go. Uh, okay. I can do that. <laughs> I'm good at running from things. <laughs> you guys are doing a little jogging around. Um, why do you do this? Uh, the daily physical training? Yeah. So I can fight better. It's part of the Mandalorian way. Oh. So this is the way? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I mean, that's how I do it. Um, my dad was always really big on daily physical training. A lot of Mandalorians are, though, you know, not every Mandalorian, but I like it. Why are you up at this time? I don't know. I never really sleep more than a couple of hours, three or four. Really? Me neither. Well, yeah, that's you're, you're biologically made for that. Mine's, I don't know, just going through a phase, I guess, have a hard time sleeping. Nightmares and all that. Wouldn't that mean that technically it's biologically how you're wired right now, too? Uh, maybe. Not really sure. Trying not to think about it. Just working through the pain physically. I think it depends on what the nightmares are. 20 push-ups! Um, I'll count. (laughs) (laughs) She does them, hops back up, and then uh, starts doing some sort of uh, martial art form. So you learned knowledge from your dad, huh? Not all of it from my dad, specifically. I mean, he's really good at a lot of this, but, you know, Mandalorians like to hang out, train, and all sorts of different combat techniques. Hand-to-hand, sharpshooting, uh, gadgetry. Gadgetry? Yeah, a lot of Mandalorians got some great stuff. Jetpacks and uh, whistling birds. Um, oh, I've seen a bird before. No, no, no. It's It's a weapon. We call it the whistling bird. That's weird. Whistling birds usually aren't that scary. Uh, well, this is a bunch of tiny missiles that shoots out of your wrist. 
Those don't sound like birds at all. They do when they fly out. It's like a pew pew sound. Of the explosion, less less like a bird. More like a missile. Why don't they just call them tiny missiles? I don't know. You know, some some Mandalorians like to put a little poetry in their weaponry. And uh, you said sharpshooting. Are you much of a shot? Um, I, I was. I guess. What do you mean was? Well, so I can't really use a blaster anymore, can I? Oh. What about a slug thrower? Oh, you know, I didn't think about that. Really? Gotta get. Let's get one next time we we're around a weapon shop that sells slug throwers. Yeah, slug throwers. It might be good for you to you know diversify. Unless you have a jetpack, then you don't need to. Do you have a jetpack? No, I'm not very good at jetpacks. Plus, I'm not sure if I would absorb the energy in mid-flight, and I'm not sure that's a great idea. My grandpa used to have a jetpack. Duck! Hiya! Whoa! <laughs> uh, coordination? One purple. Three green versus one purple. Two success and advantage. You duck under it, and it looks cool. He ducks and rolls. <laughs> nice. Thanks. You duck! <laughs> He quick, he quick tries. Uh, coordination. One purple. Let's see. Ooh. Can I do athletics? No. <laughs> it's, it's a zero risk. She absorbs energy. <laughs> I know. It's uh success and a threat. She does so, but um, you can see her flinch for a second. <laughs> That's the threat. Why'd you flinch? You absorb this stuff. You know, it's not normal. Not used to it yet. Let's get you used to it then. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, stop. You're going to wake everybody up and cause a panic. Not any more than us yelling. Not yelling. Yes, you are. Am I yelling? You were loudly yelling, even when you're just doing (laughs) push-ups. This is my normal speaking voice. (laughs) (laughs) Mandalorians, huh? (laughs) Hey, what's all the rocket? Maharo the Third rises out of uh, the access hatch. Was it all the yelling? Yeah, what? Why are we yelling? It's her normal speaking voice. Really? Jeez. You, you're kind of low. You're kind of yelly too. Why? <laughs> I said you're kind of yelly too. Oh wait, hold on. He reaches into his big elephantine ears and pulls out these like weird earbuds. <laughs> I had my sleep sounds in. You still heard us? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, she's pretty yelly, huh? I think it was the blaster bolts that really got my attention. Oh. <laughs> Who's shooting in the bl- in the hold? Uh, no one? Kaz, I recognize the sound of those blasters. I'm just helping Joseph get used to absorbing energy without flinching. Stop shooting her! It, it's a tactical practice. It's daily physical training. Mandalorians love it. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's not really that bad. It doesn't hurt. Exactly. All right, do it some more. Yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, click in the cockpit. How's he feeling? He's sleeping. <laughs> in the cockpit? Yeah. He fell asleep. Like on the seat? No, he fell asleep on the wheel. Exiting hyperspace. I thought we turned that alarm off. <laughs> you are now in orbit of Sleece Van. Oh boy, Sleece Van. Home of the slushies. Sleecey. Bless you. <laughs> All right, so big problem number one is we still don't know where to look here on Sleece Van. Entire planet, several space stations, a couple of shipyards. 
one tiny transmitter. So would my mom have hid these or were these just things that were hidden? Um, these are set up by your mother. It's an emergency protocol, so I assume that it has to do with, uh, where your mom would have hid them. Do you think she came here often? Here? Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's just that I know that we came here once, at least. Well, I didn't know she was a secret agent for the Resistance either, so who knows what she did in her (laughs) spare time. Well, obviously it wasn't a mission when we came here. Do you have a lead or what? What do you mean? Why are you asking this question? I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out where we should be going. Jeez, I'm sorry I brought up Tazi's trash tournament at all. What? I said, I'm sorry I brought up Tazi's trash tournament at all. Oh, I took the headphones out. I can hear you now. Well, yeah, but Jinko can't. No, I, you didn't bring up Tazi's trash tournament. What are you talking about? Oh, well, that's the, that's the time that my mom took me here. It was for the trash tournament. <gasps> I knew it! I knew she was coming here for something else! <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I'm breaking the case. Okay, tell me all about this trash tournament. Uh, Jingo, what are you getting on about? Tazi snuck out here to do a trash tournament. She didn't sneak. Well, she wouldn't tell me what it was for, and I said, Why are you going to Sully's van? And she said, Oh, I'm just going to get parts. Well, did she get parts? I don't know. I said parts for what? She said, not important. Uh, no, she was like six-time champion or something, right? Champion? She said, oh. Oh, yeah, she won a lot of those. I was wondering why you never came out with us. Everybody went? Why didn't I go? Well, we went to the first one, and I went to one here and there. Did Reyna go? Hmm. I think twice. I know went and I didn't go. But what about um the uh the what the, who else go? Did Talaric go? Of course, Talaric went. Talaric was the, the announcer. <laughs> That's terrible. Why? She invited Talaric, but not me. Why not me? Kobe, did you know about this? Oh, oh, ah! First, I thought I caught her. Now I just feel terrible. I mean, I'm pretty sure she was going to invite you, but then you started making fun of the trash tournaments. <laughs> okay, well, maybe it's hidden at the trash tournament. Is that what we're getting at here, old people? <laughs> <laughs> what? Don't be ridiculous. No one would hide anything at a trash tournament. Um, well, we- I feel like that is what we're doing right now. <laughs> uh, hmm, yes, well, you know, she hit the first one at Mos Espa, where Bunta Eve is, which is very important for Click. And now the second one's hidden at the trash tournament, which was important for Kaz, because I guess she took you one time. My Uh, mom took me. Don't get mad. (laughs) I was two. Where where is this tournament of trash then? Oh, what? what, Where was it again? That sector with the... The shipbreaker section. Um, shipbreaker. Where the hunbuns are. Come on, Uncle Jingle. I'll buy you a hunbun. You'll feel so much better. Oh, I want a hunbun. Yeah, let's all get a hunbun. <laughs> you lay in a course for the shipbreaker section. The Sluisi, if you recall, are snake people. Yes. 
The shipbreaker section is an area of the planet that is under almost constant monsoon, and they hate it there. So the Suisi don't live there at all. <laughs> they started using it as a spot to dump uh, ship pieces that they were salvaging. And this became the shipbreaker section, where uh, companies and salvage crews would work for the Swiss, uh, Swiss van companies to take apart the ships and salvage what they could uh, in terms of major components and melt down the rest for slag and, you know, all that kind of stuff. As you're approaching through, you, the monsoon season is in full effect and it's very, very rainy. You're approaching from the top and you can see all of these uh, buildings that look sort of like um, shellfish. You know, those uh, like a conch shell that's kind of a spiral shell. A nautilus? Oh, you mean no, no, no. you mean the conch shell with the like the conical shape? Yeah, yeah. It's all pointy and spirally. That is what a lot of the roofs of these buildings look like. And you can see that the water hits the, the roofs and then it follows down this spiral structure and you can see it's uh, spinning turbines within the uh, buildings itself so they're harnessing part of the rain as the power of some of the uh, machinery that is important for the ship breaking you can see a few discarded star destroyers are like the main big projects they're working on right now <laughs> and you also see just a couple of generic piles of Carillion and you know just generic shipping freight stuff uh, all over the place you go through the front of the landing area for the very small visitor section this is mostly an industrial area and you don't have a industrial code to land um, but there is a visitor spot for people that might be interested in striking up business or i don't know visiting for whatever reason and of course people that want to watch the tournament of trash as you guys disembark um there's a human in a kind of faded yellow and blue suit hello welcome to uh this platform did you forget no i'm just uh the rain really bums me out i i gotta get out of here why'd you choose the work at the rain one well i i don't know i'm there's no there used to be two branches of zirka salvage um and this, the other one closed so it was either Transfer, get a new job. Transferring seemed easier at the time. Well, it was easier. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Anyway, it'll be 200 credits for docking. 200 credits for docking? Uh, it's either this or get my ship wrecked, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you only plan it. Just pay the man. I'm paying the man. And give him a tip. He looks like he needs it. Fine, I'll dock it from your pay later. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, it's not like you have to pay for anything. You're a crooked sheriff. <laughs> I'm not crooked. You're not? Form formerly crooked. So you're doing nothing with that t with that title and power. Uh just enforcing the law. Man, Jinko, you changed. I thought for sure you're just like I thought it was understood that you could do that, you know? <laughs> I know. Some something's really gotten into me in my old age. Free lunches. People saying, Oh, oh well this must have fallen off and this won't be good to anyone, but, you know, always happy to serve a member of the law. Oh, no, no, I definitely get free lunches. Uh, well, that's pretty much it. Ah, well, I mean, that's okay, then. <laughs> you walk into the initial promenade of the area. Uh, there is a hollow billboard saying, Tonight, Tournament of Trash. All challengers welcome to defeat 
standing champion, Neon Gryffindor. There's also a couple of, uh, well, there's exactly three little establishments here in this promenade. Uh, the first one's called Kibitz's Junk Trunk. There's Sohan's Hans Buns and a bar that just says Swill on it. Okay, first, let's get some Hun Buns. Ah, yes, the main point of this trip. <laughs> um, Joza is slipping on her armor menacingly behind you. <laughs> what are you doing? Getting ready to go out. Um, we're not, like, fighting them. <laughs> well, it's... I'm a Mandalorian. I gotta wear my armor. You do? Well, I, I guess I don't have to, but it looks pretty cool. I mean, it is cool. We've been over this. Right, so I'm just gonna stand here intimidatingly behind you guys. How you gonna eat the honey? Um, um, maybe I'll, I'll break it into little pieces and slip it underneath. Why don't you just, like, I don't know, carry it in your, under your arm or something? Oh, Alright. There you go. Isn't it nice to breathe the, uh, Refreshed air. <laughs> Not really. It's pretty humid in here. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, Sohan's Hunbuns is uh, it's a bun and calf shop. It's very cute on the inside. Uh, sort of a bamboo wood decor. There's a human girl wearing glasses. Um, kind of mousy looking brunette with a, her hair in a messy bun. And she says, uh, oh, Hi, welcome to Sohan's Hun Buns. Is the messy bun part of the uniform? What? And she starts looking at all the buns in the display case. Which one's messy? Um, your, your hair. Huh? Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Uh, I, I didn't mean to. I... Uh, uh, <laughs> Wait, you didn't mean to have hair? <laughs> That's a hard thing to accidentally do. Uh, what my friend means to say is, uh, we'll take... How many of us are there? One, two, three, four, five... It's hard when you don't me... roll Force and Destiny die in the beginning, isn't it? Call, call me, uh, uh, do you want a hun bun? Well, okay, six hun buns and uh, a carafe of calf. <laughs> oh, I wonder why they don't have a restaurant called Carafe of Calf. That's a good question. Hey, you should make one. You know what? I will. Just need some investors. Why? Well, it doesn't starting a restaurant take a lot of money. You have a lot of money. <laughs> I only have 30 million. That's a lot of money. <laughs> oh, okay. You guys sit down. Uh, the memories come flooding back to you as the hun bun is served. It's sort of like a steam bun with uh, sticky honey-like substance on it. And it's really delicious. Warm and gooey and in all the right ways. And there's steaming cups of calf everywhere, which seems to be what everybody needs since they all kind of had weird interrupted blaster fire sleep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, these are really good. I'm glad you thought of this, Kaz. Yeah, me too. I mean, it's weird that I did, but... What did Kobe do with hers? Luck. I'm going to save you some trouble, okay? <laughs> okay. Don't question what Kobe does. <laughs> okay, like ever? I mean, sometimes, sure, but you'll be happier if you just kind of accept that things happen. See, look, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> the waitress comes over. Uh, is everything okay over here? Oh. Yes, these. Oh, go ahead. Were you going to say something? Yeah, I was just going to say they're good. 
Yeah, they're, they're great. Uh, you have a very nice establishment here. Oh, uh, I, I just work here. I, I don't own it. Oh, well, would you like to open a cafe called the Carafe of Cat? <laughs> um, what? Uh, how much do you need to start? Like, two million credits? <laughs> what? Um, do you have an entrepreneurial spirit? Uh, no, no, definitely not. No, um, I, I just have this little job. It, it's, it works for me in my life. You know, I, I don't have a lot of ambitions. I just, I just like to live quietly and, and read. <laughs> She's like... I'm looking really nervous. Uh, that's probably... I, sorry, I shouldn't say that. I, I'll just get you guys some more buns. We, we didn't order any more buns. <laughs> she comes back with more buns. Go on, sit down with us. Uh, uh, okay. I guess that's okay since there's someone else here. Yeah, 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 that's fine. She says. So, how do you get used to a quiet life? Uh, what? How do you get used to a quiet life? I, I don't know. Um, well, I, I needed a job, so I started working here. Um, the, the owner's real nice, and I like this job because you know people come in, they order a buns and, and the ca- and the calf, and then um, you know when I'm done, I, I like to go home and read or maybe watch a hollow drama, you know, go to bed, and come back and do it again. And what do you do if you get tired of it? Um. I haven't gotten tired of it. That's that's how you like a quiet life. You just kind of like to do the same things over and over again. Uh, I'll never get used to it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're almost at the end of your life. I don't think that was on the table. You never know. I could have changed, Jinko. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I don't know. I've never really had bigger dreams than, than that. Hey, why do you apologize all the time? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I also apologize. You just did it twice. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Three times. You can answer questions without apologizing first. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. Oh, Oop, mm. that's far. Every time you say sorry, you got to give us a hun bun. Okay. I'll go get some right now. She gets back up. <laughs> Cass is going to stop her. A sensible person has to. Uh, Joza gets up and follows her over there. <laughs> we don't need any more buns. Seriously. Stop. <laughs> Oh, okay. I'm sorry. If you say sorry, I'm going to punch you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sorry. Ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> like, Joseph lifts her fist. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm not really going to punch you because I don't think you take the hit. Two for flinching. <laughs> Look, we'll get out of your hair. We're just trying to find... I don't know why I'm going to ask you this. You, no possible way you're going to know this. Do you know if there's a transmitter around here? A secret transmitter from a rebel birth code? <laughs> no? Yeah, I didn't think so. What a weird question to ask. Oh, stuff it, you little guys. Bring it on, tiny mandoette. <laughs> I'm twice your size. I'm 50 times your age. And after my last level up, my wound threshold is 23. I'm pretty sure I've got some talents that would really annoy you. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are kind of interesting. I haven't had any interesting customers in here in a long time. Not since, uh, you know, Neon Gryffindor came through here. Ooh, tell me about that guy. He's the champion, huh? Oh, yeah. He's the, the big guy from the Tournament of Trash. Kind of a jerk. Yeah, champions usually are. Not me, though. (laughs) (laughs) 
He likes to flaunt it around, you know, spend his money. He doesn't usually come in here, but um, sometimes he does. I mean, to be fair, there's only three places he can go, so... Well, just in, in this section. I mean, he could go to a, another platform, I guess. Do you go to a but, different platform? Know, no, I, I live just around the corner. That's really convenient. Yeah, I, I thought so. And sometimes I can see the tournament of trash from my room. How long have you lived there? Um, I don't know, since I was, um, 18 or so, so, I don't know, five years. Wow, this thing happens every year, huh? Uh, it actually happens more frequently than every year. They they have a league and, you know, off-season matches, exhibition tournaments. The, the big one, though, is every year for the championship. And unfortunately, the, the last guy who challenged him for the championship died last year. Whoa. And then, um, Neon actually fired his partner then they had a grudge match and then neon really you know hurt him pretty badly so now everyone's sort of afraid to, to take him on that's why there was that ridiculous poster about any challenger like you know like somebody's just gonna come off the street and challenge him what are the rules to this thing like who's who can like who can enter oh um anyone really wall oh um no droids sorry wall. kobe rolls off <laughs> yeah, it's that's the only rule. Um, so you and a, or so two people go in per team, and they stand on. Uh, there's a pair of walking legs that serve as the mobile platform, and then there's a bunch of parts, and you can take any part you want and uh, attach it on to make your uh, your your battle bot better. But you just you're not allowed to bring in anything already completely. Assemble that's not a tool, so you can't bring in a droid because that would make the competition too easy. Um, and then, um, yeah, and then whoever basically uh, their robot's still standing, or the other guy dies, or gives up, or whatever, then they lose, and the other person wins. What's the prize? Um, well, there's a lot of betting going on for it, and then there's a, like a big credit payout. Hmm. Uh, tw- 20,000 credits, I think, this year. Wow! Is that a lot? Yes. Yes, it is. Oh, okay. Wow! <laughs> is there a trophy? Um, yeah. Yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a trophy. Do you really think? Do I, do you think your mom would hide them all <laughs> on just trophies? <laughs> I mean, what if she did, though? We need to look, right? Just to establish well, if there's a pattern or not. I mean, I guess if she were thinking your grandpa was gonna look for them... Uh, would kind of make sense. He is very driven by trophies. Right, then I sign my name his, here. His trophy room. <laughs> Saying that I'm entering this and then the entry fee. That's easy. Hey, are you are you entering right now? Yeah, why? He's <laughs> got a data we pad ne- open. <laughs> we need to look for the transmitter. I know this sounds fun and all. I wouldn't know because I've never seen it. But Wouldn't you like you to? Know, no, I want to finish this mission and move on with our time. What if it's in the trophy, Jinko? <laughs> Kaz, you feel a fuser approaching. Huh? Criff. Mm-hmm. You see, Joe's a reach for a sword. Act casual. Uh, I am acting casual. No, you're not. She puts her helmet on. <laughs> what? what? Huh? Around the corner is a Nautilon, striding in resplendent in a waterproof vest. That has tools crisscrossing all the outside. 
and on his head tentacles are these little uh, neon glowing rubber bands at the end. And there's a bunch of people falling in behind him, his, clearly his entourage. Hello and welcome, friends. I am Neon Gryffindor, and you must be Kachak. Why are you wearing a waterproof vest if you're not a lion? <laughs> Is that Click? Yeah. He looks at Click, like, unexpectedly. Because when he said you must be Kachak, he was actually looking at Kaz. Yeah, I, I figured. Okay. Hmm. It's just part of the... Just part of the costume, friend. You should know that, old pod racer pal. Yeah, but when do you wash it? How do you wash it? It's waterproof. He's cute. You let him out of the old folks' home often. <laughs> Click's reaching for his holster. <laughs> easy, buddy, easy. I can take him. So, you're here for the transmitter, right? The data core? Yeah? Uh... Yes. <laughs> Great. And I see you're already signing up for the tournament. Yes. Perfect. We're going to save ourselves a lot of time. Are you trying to kill us? Is that the thing that I'm getting here? No, 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 no. Let's have a seat. We're already his sitting. Entourage, his entourage, like, spreads out to different tables. And then he waves at, like, the bun girl. And she's, like, frantically trying to find more buns because she gave you too many. And now she's like, ah, uh, uh. Look. So I met this guy, Damaril, right? Right, and he gave you promises of stuff and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole um, alien thing, the whole... I'm not really interested in that anymore. You just wanted what he had to give you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that is... Um, my new ability, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah, but what's it do? I'm not going to tell you. Why not? Are you going to tell me what yours is? No, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I thought we were going to be friends. Oh, no. No, we're not going to be friends. But <laughs> we are not going to be enemies either. See, here's the thing. I don't care about that whole mumbo jumbo. But I am looking for a challenger. So if we beat you, wait, wait, where is the data core? Do you have it? Of course I have it. Where was it? I'm not going to tell you. I mean, where was it before you got it? I don't, I'm not asking where you have it now or unless I'm you left it there. I'm not going to tell you. Why not? I'll tell you if you win. But what if I kill no, you? No, no, don't fall for it. Get, have him tell you and get the data core. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think that was implied. That was implied, right? <laughs> No, it wasn't. He's a good, sharp lad. No, you're just a dumb Nautilon. <laughs> you see a bunch of people in the area get a little tense, like they're thinking about making a move for a weapon. Mm. And Joza just kind of stands a little taller and crosses her arms. Look, can you tell your guys to stop getting so jumpy? And I'll tell my, I'll tell my Mandalorian to not kill them all. You have a lot of faith in your Mandalorian, pal. Oh, yeah. Not even a question. When I first met her, I shot her 29 times, and she was fine, and then she almost killed me. <laughs> bun girl, where's the buns? Oh, I'm sorry, um, we have them. <laughs> the bun girl is, is frantically bringing more buns to everybody. I mean, everybody seems to relax as they're eating these delicious hun buns. So, you got a deal. We do the tournament of trash. You, Conklick Kachak. You, Kaz Kachak. Versus me. 
Just you? Yep. Oh, do you That's all I need. do you multiply? Like two times two? No, like into different like into multiple U's. Is that your power? Oh, good try. Not gonna tell ya. We got a deal? You, me? Uh tonight, a couple hours? I already fell out the farm. <laughs> <laughs> good, so if I if you win, you get potato core. But what do I get if I win? Uh Jinko. <laughs> I am not a prize. Yeah, you're telling me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I Look, I'm going to get the payout. Here's what they really want. Tournament of Trash Arena on Contobite. Oh, okay. Sure. And oh. lifetime ban against Tazi the Terrible. Yeah, if you win. But if I win... Not only are we going to do the other stuff that we said, I'm going to open it up on my planet anyway, <laughs> but allow Tazi in <laughs> if she wants. She's kind of retired. Hmm. And we record Hollow Vlog where you say that I'm better than you at everything. Well, that's just not true. <laughs> oh, so you're afraid you're going to lose? No, I'm just saying that's not true. I re- Look, why are you doing this? I filled out the form. Look. <laughs> Right here. It's dying. Oh, I know. I know we're going to do it. We're just hammering out the stakes. I would like to request an official better here. He makes a motion to one of his guys. His guy pulls out a comm. About ten minutes later, a very official looking... Um, a very official looking Duros walks in. <laughs> All right. We're here to put the official bet into the system. He shows you a version of the contract. Does this satisfy everybody? Now, just so we're clear, you're not under the payroll of Glow Fish Sticks here, right? (laughs) (laughs) No, sir. I'm part of the Bookkeepers Association Guild. Perfect. Never sully my reputation. I get it. I love guilds. You guys are great. Very well. Place your signature here and here. Click signs. And you, Mr. Fishsticks. That's not my name! (laughs) Very well. All right. The deal is concluded. Have a good afternoon. Gets up. You know the rules, right? Any tool you want. No droids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See you later. Let's go, boys. They'll get up and walk out, leaving all their trash and mess behind. Half-eaten buns. Messy calf cups. No tips. Man, those guys are the worst. Uh, the bun girl looks sad. They didn't even pay. I'll pay. Don't worry. Oh, I got it. I got it. Uh, is a hundred thousand enough? Yes, it is. Uh, no, that's no, way no, too no, no, much. No, 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 that's enough. All right, uh, just put it in this credit chip, and here you go. Yeah, see, that'll cover the tip too. Uh, a tip? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For all the tips that's that we like... got. Like, I'm just going to keep talking over you until you take it. Okay. There you go. <laughs> what am I supposed to do with that much money? I recommend you put it in a bank. And then what? Keep doing the same thing you're doing? Or confront your deeper inner fears and figure out what it is you actually want and then pursue that. Maybe you could become a writer. I hear that you need to have a lot of money on standby to be a writer. Because none of them make it for a really long time. Yeah. Poor sad writers. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go punching things. All right, you leave. So, Hans Hunbuns. Let's go to the junk place. 
Kibitz's junk trunk. There's a Sullison and a bright orange BB unit hanging out inside. There's all sorts of random junk in it. Which one of you is Cubits? Cubits. That's me, says the Sullison. I guess it would make sense for the BB-8 to be called, or for the BB to be called Cubits, huh? Well, Mama, where are you? Uh, it's B-Ball. B-Ball. Uh, yeah, BB-4L. Oh, cute. So, uh, what kind of junk you got here? Yeah, all sorts of stuff. What are you looking for? You're uh, trying to get into the trash tournament? Yeah, we're competing. Well, I've got some standard gear that most people like. Uh, magnetic grappler. Ooh. Uh, power sensor. Do you have a jetpack? Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, actually. Well, why? You have a jetpack? Yeah, it's over here. Let me see it. Bring it to me. <laughs> uh, mechanics. One purple. I gotta switch over to click. That is... Failure and four advantages. You can't tell um, its working order, but um, a lot of the parts look good, at least. Yep. And it's uh, Mandalorian made. Ooh. Hey, hey Joza, look at it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a Mandalorian jetpack, all right. Are you sure it's not a fake? She picks it up, looks around. No, this is the real deal. Look, it's got a missile launcher on it and everything. Ooh. Is it made of Besker? <laughs> hmm. Lore. Two purple. Three green versus do a, two purple. Do you, want, do you want to do a group check on it? Sure. Because there would definitely be a blue for Joza. Okay. And then Maharo third has a rank. Nice. Um, base three is my highest currently. Okay. Go for it. So two green and yellow, blue versus two purple. Success and three advantages. Yeah, actually it is. Where did you get this? Uh, part of the junk pile. We'll take it. And, you know, some of the basic stuff, too. All right. Well, you got a couple of magnet grapplers, uh, power source scanners. Those are good for looking for components that might still be whole in the junk pile. Uh, need some toolkits? I've got a toolkit. Uh, what about you, youngin? Yeah, I got a question. Um, yeah. The no robot rule, or the no droid rule, does that include, like, robotic tool dealies? What do you mean? What do you mean? Well, here's Brick Brack. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Bickerback, your multi-tool. <laughs> Who made a droid that small, and why? Um, I believe you know her as Tazi the Terrible. <laughs> what a Tazi the Terrible's creations. Put that away, put that away. <laughs> oh, is that a no? <laughs> I mean, they're not, they don't scan for droids or something. They're, they won't notice that if, you, if you're cool about it. Okay, Bickerback, disable voice function for five hours. Oh, come on, boss. I don't know why, but Tazi won't let you just turn it off. They'll only mute it for a set amount of time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, she calls it safety protocols. I'm not sure why. I don't know. I don't understand all the stuff she does. Look, a lot of people smuggle droids in. It's kind of standard practice. You just gotta be chill about it. Oh... I saw a guy one time hide an entire C-3P, uh, an entire protocol droid unit, piece by piece. Wait, so you took it apart and then put it back together in the arena? Yeah, uh, it's at the beginning opening ceremony. At the very beginning of the battle, everybody grabs a piece of trash and throws it in. Interesting. So he had his friends take the components and throw them in. 
Huh. He had them uh, beacon marked with uh, internal trackers so he could find them real quick. Had it assembled in like 20 seconds. Of course, it didn't help because it's a protocol droid. Still, pretty impressive. (laughs) It's a good proof of concept. Interesting. All right. Well, I think that's all we're going to find here. Hey, do they, like, scan the trash that, like, before it happens and stuff, or... Oh, no. That's part of the fun of it. It's completely random. Just whatever's been salvaged recently gets thrown into the pit. What do you mean by throwing in? Is there, like, a giant crane that dropped it down, or...? Yeah, there's a crane, there's lifters, there's a tube. There's a whole bunch of ways to get it. Some people try to go through the salvage yards ahead of time, try to scout out what's being cut apart, get an idea of what's going to go in there. Interesting. And we're supposed to build it on these legs, and then... Yeah, you just fight it out. You want to see a recording? It's been a while, sure. Hey, Jenko, watch. (laughs) They watched it. And it's basically what it sounds like. They're looking for parts, trying to put it together really quickly. A lot of bouts kind of start off slow because both teams are trying to find parts and, you know, attach things. And then there's sort of a midpoint where um, it's kind of do or die. Like some people get enough going that they, they want to try to attack right away. And other people try to play defensively. So one person will pilot around while the other person is trying to get more pieces that they really need. Uh, they call it either mid-game or long-game. So mid-gamers try to find something powerful for the punch and end it quick. Long-gamers will try to draw it out so they can build something more impressive. Interesting. Tazi the Terrible, excellent mid-gamer. She'd come up with contraptions you'd only usually be able to do in a long-game. One time she actually built an ionizer. An ionizer! Dude. <laughs> That's like a game-ender. Exactly. No matter what you build. Exactly. It was ridiculous. So, um, has, uh, has Neon over there, has he fought against Tazi before? No, no, no. She retired before he, you know, came up on the scene. Actually, Neon was pretty terrible for a lot of the early years. Oh, yeah? When did he become good? Uh, About a year ago. Gotcha. (laughs) So, Maharo, his power probably has something to do with why he's good now, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. So I want... I want to do something that would be... funny and cool... story-wise... but boring gameplay-wise. Alright, what's up? I want Kobe to sneak into the junkyard and start building something in advance. His secret mission that he's wanted to do his whole life. Okay. Roll stealth. (laughs) Three purple. Yellow and a green versus three purple. Failure but an advantage. <laughs> Kobe's rolling along a, a access pa- uh, access quarter and says, Stop, no droids. <laughs> what? He looks around. <laughs> a Wookiee. A Wookiee sees him. Picks him up, throws him into a bin. That bin gets tipped over into a chute. That chute is flown into the trash pile. (laughs) (laughs) So now he's in the pit where the tournament of trash will be taking place. Uh, Pieces are being kind of thrown in slowly. It it looks like it'll get a lot bigger in a a little while, but they're starting to add the pieces in now. They don't sort necessarily by, um, like, what's good or not, Uh or they don't... But they do try to take out, like, completely worthless pieces. 
you know, like broken glass or yeah. you know, stuff that would not really be that useful. They do leave some detritus in, but uh, they try to make a good mixture for the show to be good. So you, there's like a few aliens, a couple of droids like doing that sorting work, but no one's really paying attention to Kobe right now because he's at the bottom of the pit. Perception, two purple. Okay, that's a little bit better. That is going to be two green and yellow versus two purple. Three success and it is a threat. Okay. Um, three things you want to find. Go. Well, you know what the secret dream to build is, right? Yeah. <laughs> you want to flip some points for this? I very much do. <laughs> All right. So how many components does he have on him? I believe he had three before, didn't he? Yeah, but how many do you think he's carrying with him? Oh, probably not many. He probably has them Maybe. stashed somewhere. Okay, that's fine. So right now he's looking for other pieces that he can use and he can bring the other pieces in later, yeah? Yeah. Okay. So, um, biggest things you're going to need. Big old power core. Mm-hmm. Um, a broken... No, the droid brain is probably in the head he already has. Yeah. So you need a power core. You need a chassis that'll serve as a baseline structure. Mm-hmm. And a... Well, weapons. Right. So here's the threat. Um, the chassis is an old ATPT, and that's the uh, <laughs> kind of early crawly walkers uh -huh. in the Clone Wars. It is way too big, but it does have the right general shape. <laughs> the whole thing just gets dumped in. Toby <laughs> looks at it for a second and shrugs and just thinks more legs. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, so is he he's really going to try to build this thing in here right now? Um, as more trash gets added, yes. But he wants it to be okay. low and like very deep in the pile. Okay, so basically for the next two hours, this is what he's working on. Uh-huh. Okay. Mechanics, two red, two purple. Uh, that's going to be four yellow and a green versus two purple and two red. Three success and an advantage. Okay. The camera zooms out and fades away as Kobe starts working away. We cut back to the team. On his diabolical madness. Yeah. <laughs> we cut back to the team. All right, so should we go check out what's being shipbroken? Or... Nah. All right, then what's the, what's the next move to prepare? The swill. We haven't gone there yet. We don't have to go there. <laughs> it's called the swill. Can't be good. Yeah, but what if it's like a deceptive name? Ah, fine, whatever. <laughs> you know, you've gotten awfully grumbly since we got here on this planet. Are you okay? <laughs> I'm hungry again. Those buns are good, but not really filling. Well, maybe they'll have some some uh, finger food at the swill. <laughs> you and the swill. There's a multi-armed drink droid behind the bar. Hey, what's up, you guys? My name is Rick Spins, and this is my bar, The Swill. And, uh, do you have food, too? Yeah, 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 I got some food. Want a drink? Yeah, give me, like, three. <laughs> so he's spinning around, grabbing random liquor balls, <laughs> just filling the cups, and just pushes them forward. But you can tell that, like, Click is used to this kind of establishment, because he didn't say what kind of drink, he just said three. <laughs> um, what does him this. How come mine's a different color than yours? <laughs> you mean yours? <laughs> I was just gonna drink all three of them. Um, did he just randomly put yeah, liquor yeah, together? Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, no, I, I saw it too. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm and here's your food. Broke. It's a plate <laughs> full of like <laughs> fish sticks, but with marinara sauce, <laughs> and then next to it was some nachos. <laughs> Maro shrugs. All right, well, when in Rome. Um, Grandpa, should you really be drinking so heavily before this sort of life and death situation thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm good. <laughs> he puts two of them back. <laughs> Resilience. Uh, three purple and a... Not three purple. Okay, one green versus three purple. <laughs> Success and four threats. <laughs> <coughs> Take four strain. <laughs> From drinking. <laughs> Look, you're not young anymore, easy. I couldn't drink this when I was young. Are you insane? <laughs> Especially not before a big event. Well, you're really confident that you and Kaz are going to figure this out, huh? I'm not. We should be doing things like strategizing, planning, investigating. Okay, well, my plan is to cheat. Well, how are you going to cheat? I don't know. I'll think of it when I get there. You like throw a thermal detonator into the ring? Hmm, maybe. Anybody got one? Not anymore. <laughs> um, you know, I, I wouldn't mind going to check out the the ship breaking if you, if you want. Yeah, that sounds good. You guys worry too much. It's all taken care of. All right. Uh, didn't didn't they say that Neon killed his last enemy? Yeah. How about you have a drink? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright, resilience. It's only one drink, so I'm gonna do two purple. <laughs> what is his resilience? Oh! It's brawn. Three, three, well, uh, green. Hefty fella. And, uh, for resilience checks, uh, Ortolan's gonna blue. Nice! <laughs> against quote unquote poisons. <laughs> two advantages. <laughs> oh, wow! It's like they took. Six or seven different 300 proofs and just put it together. You want another? Zowie! I don't know. Kaz, do I want another one? Um, probably not. We're gonna go look at the ship breaking. Okay. Should I talk to the dead guy? Wait. You mean the dead racer? Or the the dead, uh, opponent? Yeah, I mean, he said it killed him, right? So he should be dead, which means I can force ghost him. <laughs> Frisker! <laughs> That's hard to say. Oh my, Criff. You're right. And he was his old partner. Yeah. Nothing like a partner Frisker. <laughs> I think he's having a stroke. <laughs> nah, he's just enjoying his drink. Hey, Jingu, you want a drink? I'll get you a drink. I do not want one. Four, no. please. <laughs> Next name! <laughs> Oh, oh, jeez. Okay, here we go. <laughs> um, Alright. Two green, two purple. Uh, three successes, one threat. Jinko <laughs> takes a strain. Oh. <sighs> Careful. I feel like the fumes would ignite on fire. Hey, Dosa, come on. Have one. Yeah, I think I'm underage or something. Oh, man. You really were raised under Mandalorians, weren't you? <laughs> Mauro takes the other one, drinks that. Three successes, three threats. <laughs> he has three strains. Wow! 
<laughs> this is seriously the worst. <laughs> I'll have another. <laughs> Oops. Uh, failure and threat. <laughs> He takes another strain. <laughs> What's the failure? Is that like a wound? <laughs> um, no, I, I guess I'm thinking like it's like a black to everything right now. Okay. Or, you know, things that would be affected by drunkenness. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Well, that, but, uh, that was all four of the new drinks, so. <laughs> <laughs> Don't drink, kids. It's It's bad. Um, we cut to Joza and Kaz who are over by the ship breaking. What's perhaps the most interesting thing about this operation is that they use water pressure to cut the pieces of the ship rather than some sort of laser torch. So you're watching these high intensity streams of water just slice starships into very precise chunks. Right now they're working on, um, what looks like to be... Um, looks like a portion of the Star Destroyer has been brought in and they're still breaking it down to smaller chunks. Wild. Never seen a Star Destroyer before. Really? Yeah, a lot bigger than I even thought. Yeah, they're supposed my dad, to... Uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. My dad did a sort on a Star Destroyer once. So did my grandpa. Yeah? Yeah, he blew it up in his, from his fighter. What? Yeah, it's just him. Wow. And don't, don't get dad. me wrong, like, other, like, adults have verified it, so it's not just, like, one of his stories... Wish your grandpa had been with my dad. Probably would have had a better time of it. What happened with your dad? Uh, they had to run away, and uh, he lost a friend up there. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, it was a droid. Droids can be friends. Yeah, Look at Kobe. that's what he... It's weird. Dad always said that. He was the only droid Mandalorian he ever knew. Huh, droid Mandalorian. What a galaxy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, you know, anyone can be a Mandalorian. Really? It's a creed. Yeah, it's a creed, not a not a race. Isn't it also a race? Well, yeah, but, I mean, you could join if you wanted to. Anyone can join. Can I be a Mandalorian? Well, if you want to follow the tenets of being a Mandalorian, sure. Hmm, how many are there? Not what are they, but how many? Uh, a bunch. Hmm. Maybe later. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to work on the push-ups, too. Oh, yeah. I can do the running, though. Yeah, you're pretty good at the running. Do you think you're going to win this thing? I don't know. And it's weird that Grandpa's not taking this seriously. Like, Why don't you think he is? Well, this isn't how he prepares. When he prepares for a pod race, like, no one's allowed to talk to him. He spends the entire night, like, working on his machine. And then he sits there focusing alone. Well, this isn't a pod race. Yeah, but I feel like he would do the same similar thing, you know? Intense concentration. Focus. Planning, scheming, coming up with contingency plans, or at least focusing himself. Not drinking drinks. <laughs> well, uh, maybe you gotta do the contingency plans now. Uh, how about this one? If it looks bad, I'll jump in and cut him. I mean, we might have to do that anyway, even if we do win. Yeah, it's true. So I think that's a good contingency plan. Yeah, I mean, there's thugs he had. I mean, there's a bunch of them, but I don't know how tough they're gonna be if they see that boss... In two pieces. I'm more concerned about his power. Yeah, we've seen some pretty crazy ones. Ah, Criff, I forgot we were going to do the thing with Maharo. <laughs> Should we go back? Yeah, this is kind of cool, though. 
How do you think they make the water pressure go like that? Well, it looks like they got those devices over there that do it. Well, yeah, I know that, but, like, how does it do it? Alright, intense pumping? I don't know, I'm not really a mechanical person. Yeah. You can roll if you want. Mechanics, two purple. Uh, two green and a yellow versus two purple. Success and a threat. Yeah, definitely pumping. Hmm. <laughs> okay. I've logged the threat. Well, should we go see what's going on? Uh, yeah, probably. Cut back to the swell. Mahara III holding his hollow projector out in front of him. Hey! What's up, Hollow Knight? It's me, your boy, Mahara III, with a special uh. interview <laughs> with my new friend, Clack! What's up, Clack? What's up? <laughs> this guy is a pod racing legend, man! A legend! Can't believe we get to talk to you. Alright, for all the Mahara heads out there, what is the world's best life advice you got? Get your own planet at the end. It's pretty great. <laughs> yeah! There's so many of them too, right? Yeah! Just get one. And just find one and take it. And do something cool with it. Yeah, then it's yours. Yeah, like whether it's a physical planet or just a metaphorical one. Wow. How how do you metaphorical a planet? <laughs> you know, if it's a planet's like a world and you're, you're controlling your own world, controlling your own destiny, man. That's getting a little too deep for me. Oh, sorry. Why don't you tell us a cool story? <laughs> Turn that off. <laughs> hey. We're not supposed to be giving away our positions. I'm just recording it. I wasn't transmitting it. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Kobe disabled my ability to transmit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Um, hey, Maharo, can we, uh, talk to that Farshkrosh? <laughs> yeah, sure. Duh, <laughs> 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 uh, huh, huh? What's going on here? Is that Agnot? Hi, um, you're with friends? Yeah, I don't know you. Okay. Where is that neon Gryffindor? I'm gonna shove a hydro spanner down his throat. Okay, we're gonna try to fight him tonight, okay? Oh, are you now? Let me in. You, you can't. Why, why not? You just can't. You're uh, disqualified. Um, ah! Hate that. Yeah, I know. It's the worst. So, why did you guys <laughs> stop, like, working together anyway? Uh, well, to be honest, he's kind of a jerk. Oh, well, yeah. Also, he didn't need me anymore. Why not? Well, look, I mean, look at the man. He, it's not really great at the whole mechanics, right? I had to teach him everything. So he was the flashy guy, you know, uh, we were a, uh, a long gamer, right? So I'd go around looking for the good pieces to put together to make something cool. And he'd do all this flashing and the neons and the dancing and the poses like, and the throwing of the autographs pictures. And like distracting them and stuff or? Yeah, exactly. Then all of a sudden he got really good at the mechanics. Like, how's that possible? Not totally good at figuring them out. Putting them together at lightning speeds. Really? That fast? It's impossible. I can't even figure out how he lifted some of that stuff. I figured he was using some sort of cheap repulsor trick. Huh. So he's super strong, super fast, and really good with mechanics now? Well, no, I, I, I mean, that's what I'm assuming, but... Alright, so like the last match, right? There's an entire 
head of an imperial at-at walker sitting there on the side, right? It's a big prize. Everyone's looking at it. They're all thinking that we're going to go for it. But we both know that neither of us can go for it because it's too big. Can't use it. Sure, it's got functioning laser cannons, but it's not like you can make it work with a tiny bit of power you got in the legs. So I figure, ignore it, go for something else. I, you know, and Neon, not the smartest guy, but I knew he's going to ignore it for sure. And then, of course, I turn around one minute later, head on top of it, firing laser cannons. I'm freaking out. And then, oh, I died. I died. Wait, how am I doing here? Uh, sorry, we brought you back because we want to beat him, but we want to see what, how he cheated. Oh, of course, I'm an avenging ghost. I love it. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> Why can't they all be like this? Like what? Stop <laughs> paying attention. Two more drinks. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here's the thing. So about a year ago, he starts talking about this enhancement program that you found on, you know, the Dark Holonet. Yeah, um, we, we know who he met with and all that. Okay, so he orders this thing, and it comes in the mail, and it's a gross, like, scorpion creature. I'm like, I'm not getting involved with that, so I left. And that's the last thing I heard of that. He was sick for a couple of days, and then all of a sudden, he said, Oh, you're never going to believe this? I'm very good now. And it's true, he was. We were suddenly winning a lot more. Then he says, up and says, he doesn't need me one day. That's when we made up the grudge match, and, well... The rest is history there. Did you ever see him actually do the work? Uh, you know, that you mentioned it, not really, you know. Huh, okay. Don't know how this would work then. How could he move that fast? Was anything he did particularly techn- technically impressive? Oh, yeah. I mean, one time he built an entire arm actuator out of well, pieces that probably shouldn't have worked. I mean, it did work, but... I tried to look at it later. I said, how is it possible you could machine things that small without specialized equipment? Without a lot of time, and especially while we're in the middle of a battle. It just seemed impossible. Hmm. Jose, any thoughts? Yeah, again, I'm not really great at the technicalities, but I don't know. Whatever, you're right. Whatever it is, his power is allowing him to be a lot better at mechanics. Just so weird. That's a lot of different things that he can do. Well, I can do two things, sort of. Yeah, but they're related. It's true. How is making tiny electronics and moving giant big things related? The Ugnaught's gone. Well, they passed out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is embarrassing. (laughs) He takes out like a taser and zaps like... Ah, I'm fine. Oh, what are you doing? Get over here. Get over here. What? Why are you drinking so much? What's wrong with you? Nothing. Just trying to have a good time. What? It's not about having a good time. Your daughter is in danger. Your grandson looks freaked out. Why are you acting like a fool? (sighs) Click's expression sobers up real quickly. It's called a show, Jinko. What? Oh, you think you're being watched? Maybe. Even if I'm not, this is exactly the click that they're going to see in the arena. Oh, not bad. You should have told Mahalo. <laughs> no. I need it to be believable. Think I'm gonna throw up. Do more food. <laughs> <laughs> Besides, we'll be fine. Okay. 
I'll get to working on the, uh, you know, the sneaky way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Backup backups are good. All right. We're going to end the episode on the beginning of this battle. So it is two hours later. Kaz and Click are standing at the entrance area. Um, you know, there's a hallway that leads out to the trash pit, which is much, much higher now. The crowd is completely full and going wild. People didn't think that there was going to be a tournament of trash this year. And all of a sudden, this crazy challenger from out of nowhere comes in. And it's not just a crazy challenger. It's famous pod racer Khan Click Kachak and his grandson Kaz. <laughs> and it's a special treat for you all tonight, folks. As Khan Click Kachak and his grandson Kaz Kachak take on your champion, Leon Gryffindor. Laser lights everywhere, flashing lights. Neon comes out wearing a cape. He throws the cape off. He throws his vest off. He's just standing there shirtless, toolless, and soaking in all the adoration. You can see that his skin has some sort of bioluminescent tattoo that (laughs) reacts to all the crazy lights going on. So in certain colors, like he has these patterns that glow on his skin. Everyone's freaking out. Um, all of his fans have their hands on their head, like wiggling <laughs> their fingers around to Im- mimic his head tentacles. Do they like, have like little glowing jelly bands on their fingers? Yeah, like, Click stands on the edge of the platform in his resplendent robes. And the wind and the rain is everything's you know blowing, and so he's looking very majestic. Yeah. On the nearest row to the arena, Joza and Jinko and Maharo are are waiting. They've got their components, the pieces that they they brought with them to throw into the, the arena. <laughs> uh, do Click and Kaz say anything to each other before it begins? Um, Grandpa, I told you. He looks over his shoulder. It's old man Kachak, and he leaps off the edge of the platform. <laughs> And now, so they're supposed to run straight for their uh, platform as fast as they can. Click jumps and dives, or he, yeah, they they uh, they do climb like across and try to climb up on their platform. I imagine that's just a normal thing to do. Yeah, yeah, these are just movement actions. So you guys are running up. You know, you can use the harpoons. You can use whatever, however you want to describe it. But they're oh yeah, they'll up. both use their harpoons, like synchronized action, like <laughs> right. That's good because it is raining, so everything's very slippery on all this metal. That's a good point. <laughs> they both land on top. The control scheme is very simple, but you can see that it's very modular as well. You can add pretty much any sort of uh, controller or uh, function into the system as long as it's fully intact. And the power core is actually fairly strong, so it can handle powering a bunch of things. But if you start adding too much, you're going to have to find more power cores. Gotcha. All right, Kaz, here's what you have to do, okay? Hold on, hold on to this. He hands him the other magnet uh, grappler, okay? Mm-hmm. Now point it. No, no, oh, point him over here, okay? And click hits the trigger on both of them. So both grapplers fire at, like, the far wall. They clamp on and start dragging Kaz out of... <laughs> what? Whoa, <laughs> Grandpa! Ah, one-on-one battle. I wouldn't recommend that. I'm Con Click and Shock, and this is where giants fall. <laughs> he grabs the controls for the the little walker, and he starts like having it like. Have you ever seen a snake bury itself in the sand? Uh, 
Yes. Like wiggles back and forth. So he starts doing that and his walker starts sinking into the <laughs> into the trash. Whoa, everyone looks really confused. Neon is just standing on his platform, um, just watching. He's intrigued. He's never seen this before. I'm going to flip the point for him to meet up with Kobe in the bottom. <laughs> Let's do this. The Basilisk Warroid powers up. There is some feedback on the public announcement system as it is sliced in. It's showtime! <laughs> Alright, describe it. So this monstrous thing. So what Kobe ended up building was like the front half of it. And they're using the walker legs as like the rear like back legs. Got it. And so that's how it's affixed on. And Kobe had a bunch of like capacitors and smaller power cores on the inside, all sort of daisy chained together, so that when it connected with the main one from the walker, it acted as a booster. And so this thing has a bunch of random sort of like claws on it because it had he, you know, there weren't enough for like armed weaponry down here. So he made it primarily melee, like you know, mauling. Giant right. claws, like the like, like the real one does. Yep. So it comes comes crashing in, and then you see on top of it too is half of a well, I guess not half. That would be way too big, but part of a uh, star destroyer shield generator cut into a bowl. Uh huh. And you see it's full of water, and then another like, and then a top lid comes down on top of it and seals shut. Hmm. Because instead of the missiles and stuff on the front, Kobe tried to design one of those pressure cutters. <laughs> nice. <laughs> the crowd is flipping out. Whoa, what is going on? Is this planned? How come we built that so quickly? No, man, he had to have hidden that under there. Maybe it was part of the salvage. How would he know it was there? Why is that a droid in there? <laughs> Neon looks irritated at first, but then he starts smiling like huge. Oh, I had no idea that there'd be finally this kind of a challenge. Con Click Kachok, I am glad to have met you. Flip. He activates his fuser power. All the other fusers in the area can feel him use it. Parts just start flying out of the ground and start constructing onto the platform automatically. Informs this huge uh, humanoid robot, like fighting robot instantaneously fully powered everything's operational it's not like he's like holding it in place with the force he's building it with the force hmm oh no oh geez this is going oh okay Solza, Maharo listen carefully we are going to have to really cheat on this one <laughs> and the two the basilisk war droid Kobe's dream finally come true click in his element in the cockpit Kaz, clinging to the wall, confused. <laughs> Neon Gryffindor, encased in a force-generated robot. Who will win? Who will die? Who will be king of all trash? Find out next time on Silhouette Zero. 
So did I do anything that surprised you? Yeah, well, I wasn't thinking about the basilisk wardroid <laughs> and the water pressure cutter. That surprised me. Well, you 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 brought it up, so I figured that yeah. because it was a it was a attainable thing, and we already had a constant flow of water going into the arena. Right. That was just all like colorful world building. I wasn't expecting you to actually yeah, use it. But you know, <laughs> you know me. <laughs> I pick the weird things to pay attention to. This is going to take some work on my part. I'm going to have to build some stats for a Basilisk Wardroid with a ATPT frame <laughs> and a water cutter. <laughs> and I have to figure out what Neon's uh, stuff is. But I always knew that was going to be an issue. So if I had done it proper, like, would he have just let them build? He probably would have toyed with them, mm. but he still would have come out pretty strong. Yeah, see, it's more um, its more fun to do a, a strong offense in the beginning. <laughs> I think um, in my head, I had figured... I always knew Kobe was going to end up in there. Uh-huh. Um, in my head, I had always figured he was going to go pretend to be a hyperdrive, and then someone was going to throw him in. <laughs> <laughs> see, I, I, had t- I, was think- I, could- I was going back and forth on whether or not I'd have him cheat by doing a pre-build or cheat by trying to sabotage whatever he was working on. I'm glad right. I picked this one. <laughs> you know? Yeah. The drinking part was funny and surprising too. <laughs> I mean, the notes for Swill literally say, bar, owned and operated by multi-arm drink joy. McSpins. Drinks are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, um, thanks for listening to this chaos. Um, if you want more of us, we are on Twitter at SilZeroChris, that's S-I-L-Z-E-R-O. And I'm at SilZeroMatt, that's S-I-L-Z-E-R-O-M-A-T-T. Uh, personal Twitter is at IngDaydreams. We have a brand new shiny website at SilZeroMedia.com. It includes the information to buy my book, now on sale. Oh, Amazon. You should tell the parents. I did. Oh, good. Um, this is weird because ultimately there will be an announcement in an earlier episode because uh-huh. you know the next episode I put out I'll put an announcement for that and then they're going to hear this like six episodes later and be like yeah we know you told us already but whatever anyway book is out check it out online uh, amazon.com you can search for it it's called Heart and Soul Fist it's about a teenage girl who punches spirits yeah that's exactly what I was going for um, patreon.com slash zero. we're doing a new series there called Chit Chat with Chris and Matt which we're going to record the first one in about two minutes um, so if you want to hear us ramble on some more I mean that's what yeah, we do after every episode so yeah so I think people will enjoy that so you might want to enjoy that too uh, and that's it for now until next time may the horse be with you end of episode Well, not you, Kaz is. You, Matt, haven't played this game in a while. <laughs> and I, so I, I'm, I'm the brother, Matt. And I'm catching you up. And this is not an ASMR channel, so cut that noise out. Now, this is an ASMR channel. If I go from right Stop to it. left, to Stop right it. to left, and it screeches. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> this, is not, this is not going in. <laughs> oh, please. It's going to go in at the end, and you know it. Thank you.